what up what's going on what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of the love god love sex podcast i'm one of your hosts heath maxwell yo what's good y'all it's jamie you know what it is yeah it's time to get it in uh thank you for everyone showing us love on tiktok and on youtube uh, in particular we're on instagram and facebook uh, we're at Love God Love Sex Pod. We're also at the email connect at Love God Love Sex Podcast.net. Appreciate all the love, feedback. We're always open to show ideas, show suggestions, or even recommended guests. So uh, go ahead and uh, let us know what that is and what it be. But today we're getting right into our episode. What are we talking about? The three biggest mistakes men can make on a date. The mm. three biggest mistakes men can make on a date. So let's get right into it with number one. Jay, the biggest mistake a man can make on a date is lack of planning. Yeah, let's talk about what? I think we live in a society where we try to deny the fact that there are certain traditional roles that men and women play. And many women still want men to provide a certain level of leadership when mm -hmm. they are engaging with them right? The IE, the classic hunter role or hunter analogy that's often used in dating and mating rituals. And men like to see women to be the prey, the one they go after, the one they pursue. And prey is maybe not the best term, obviously, because we don't want to promote victimhood or sexual assault or anything of that nature. But men are the one they want to pursue the woman. And the best way to show a woman that you have value is to provide a plan, a structure, showing her what can be done, where you want to go, and who is she going to be on this particular date with you and who you're going to be. When I read uh, you know, Neil Strauss's book, The Game, one of the things they talked about in Mystery Method, and Mystery was the guru behind the pickup artist uh, methodology for meeting and sleeping with all these women within a night. The first thing they said is, when you meet a woman, you have to establish value. You have to do something. That's why these guys would come in, wear these crazy wigs and these crazy clothing. They would have these magic tricks they can do because even something simple as a magic trick indicates to a woman that you have value. There's something you know how to do that can wow and sustain an audience, even if that audience is just her and her friends or just her. So, you know, Cadaver, your panties are gone. <laughs> yeah. You know, the value that, that you have. And so structure and planning shows value. What do you think about lack of planning? You know, what do you think is something, what do you think of regarding lack of planning is problematic for dating for men? Well, I mean, I feel like just, I've heard from so many women that that is, like you said, there's a traditional role um, that they expect or just desire for men to play. Like they, they talk about this a lot on the, in the, in the red pill community where they they talk about how women, as much as they want to uh, espouse feminism, a lot of them really still kind of hold traditional desires and values in their heart mm -hmm. and mind. And so, you know, they they say that they want to be equal, and but but they want a man who makes more than them, is taller than them, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, yeah, I just feel like. When you talk about that, obviously there's a full story there. So there's this side that I want all of these things, but these are the things that kind of come with it. And so, you know, if you want a man who is a high value man, who's a good earner and uh, he has status, that's normally the kind of man who is going to be, who, who normally does have a plan, who has a vision, 
they're doing things to kind of see that through to make things happen, move her in the shaker, right? So, yeah, a, a woman is definitely going to want to see that. And so if you don't have a plan, it's going to look like, you know, they, they say how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if they mm-hmm. see you can't even plan a date or you don't even have a vision for a date, yo, unfortunately, that could say to women, like, what kind of plan does he have for his life? If he can't even plan out one night of us just hanging out and going to do things, what kind of plan does he have for his life? Yeah. Now, obviously, I think that's a very uh, yeah. limited, broad thing. brush. It's, it's very inaccurate to say something like that or make that kind of snap judgment. But I can understand where they're coming from. Yeah, broad brush. I mean, you know, that that old WYWD, what you want to do, <laughs> is yeah. a major turnoff for women. You know, another thing is, what we talk about on the podcast is anticipating needs. I think on a date, when you seriously are interested in a woman, you've gotten to know her. Like you said, you've whipped out that dossier. You CIA'd all the little bit tidbits of information about her. And you've tried to, in the beginning, and it may be you know imperfect, and it's going to be because you don't know her that well. You try to anticipate needs and go to an experience that allows you, A, to cater to what her needs and desires and likes are. And also something that would pique her interest, a tease almost, right? So if there's somebody who's always wanted to, who's physically fit, but never really done a kind of new, kind of cool uh, hiking trail, you take them hiking. If there's someone who's physically fit, but they've never done uh, a ninja course or some of these kind of parkour courses, then you're doing that. You know, you're just trying something that's just a little bit in their wheelhouse, but a little bit off and different so that you can get a new experience with them and something that anchors them to you around a novel, unique, different opportunity and time together. So I think that's that's also what planning does. It helps you just structure because so much of what I think makes for successful relationships and even engagements is the mind. It's the mind and the emotions. And you have to be intentional about creating a emotional climate and also even a psychological rapport, like psychologically tethering somebody to you uh, you got that. That doesn't happen by accident. Very few people can just riff and do that. Uh, let's move on to point two. Uh, point two, right? Uh, second big mistake men can make on a date: mm. bad <laughs> presentation. <laughs> you want to hear some so serious, scary movie? Want, I mean, I, I, let's just get this out the way, bro. Yeah, go ahead. I, I feel like anytime you walk out of the house, put some soap and water on your behind, brush your teeth. You know, take care of that hygiene. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter how good your clothes, these brand name clothes you wear are, or the colognes that you can put on. Hygiene, bro. Because I mean, in the same way we look at women and be like, "Yo, I want to know what you look like with with the without all of the makeup and fresh face and all of that." They they want to know how you look and smell with, without all of the, the garb and the adornment of colognes and clothes and jewels and all of that stuff. Like, Talk hey, about, man, I, I don't want any, I, I don't want any COD on a date, cologne over dirt. <laughs> no COD. Nah, yeah. So no COD at all. None of that. Yeah. I, I, I also think with bad presentation, it's just showing that if you have a car, it's clean. If you invite someone back over to your, your house, it smells nice. It's, it's decent looking. The bed is made. Uh, maybe you shouldn't be going to the bed. Some people find that offensive, but, uh, <laughs> you know, your cups are clean. If you're going to get a nightcap, you know, just showing somebody 
that you care. And this is a, a major issue that does come up later on in relationships, especially marriages, especially now where most women say, okay, man, I'm married to, you want a financial partner, so I have to work. But because I'm working, I can no longer take on the bulk of the household chores. You mm -hmm. need to be a domestic partner. And what right. they will argue is that men are saying, no, thank you. But the problem is some of these men, right? What you have to learn is that being clean, cooking and cleaning, let's just say the domestic uh, duties of cooking and cleaning, because there's more domestic duties is cutting lawns and cleaning out gutters. And men have historically done that. And some of them still do that. But let's just keep it to cooking and cleaning inside the home. You should be doing that even in any community you're in. And sometimes you're in a community of one, just just you in, in your yeah, crib by yourself. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just being clean and uh, maintaining good hygiene. So cooking and cleaning, I think, works in any community. If you live in a frat house, to you live in a dorm, to you get your first apartment, to you move in with your girlfriend, you get married, all that is important. You got to be cooking and cleaning. Because A, cooking is great for just longevity, increasing health span and lifespan. And then cleaning is just good for keeping bacteria and disease away and also creating an environment where you feel the presence of joy and delight. And I would even say love, mm -hmm. right? You, you apply your, you, you know, that elbow grease to your bathtub, to, you know, your, your, your walls, to your floors. And afterwards when you're done and everything is put away and all the garbage has been taken out, you, you feel something different about your space and about yourself because you did this. And I, many men can can embrace that. So I think that bad presentation is where men get hurt, where you say, well, I, I don't need to do that, or I'm waiting on my woman to come and do that for me. That's just, I think, I'm going to be a major red flag for women nowadays. Oh, a huge red flag. I mean, I, I've known dudes who secured the drawers off of a good decoration plan. GTD, I got the drawers, got the, dog. They got, they got the drawers off a of good decorate a good decorator coming in making some decoration furniture upgrades and like getting a place clean. even if you're not doing it yourself you know have a yeah, clean person course. coming and do it but i mean just like you said taking care of your own makes someone else feel like they can come in and be in your space and want to be in your, and get comfortable in your space because it's like of course and don't nobody want to come over and see roaches or i think I always say is, is a is a difference between being messy and being dirty. I could yeah, take yeah, a mess. Yeah, yeah. You could clutter. Somebody, you could take clutter. somebody might, I might come to somebody's house and they may have clothes on their bed. You could pick yeah. up some clothes. You could fold some clothes and put them yeah, in a yeah. hamper or put them in the drawers. But dirt, yeah, grit dirt and grime and grease yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all, all on the, the countertops or on the mirrors. It's all like water stains and spots. It's, come on, yo. I'm like, nah, bro, I can't do this. And you know, no, no, being no. a Virgo is just even another level of that. Just being OCD about cleanliness. So yeah, I heard a, a comic view comedian say he went over to a woman's house, was getting ready to beat. He's like, "Yo, the place was so dirty." I walked into her room. There was, uh, I thought a dude was in there. So, Who's up in here? She's like, "Oh no, it's just my clothes stacked up on my computer chair." He's like, "Get them down, get them down, get them yeah, down that's crazy. now." That's crazy. But yeah, I could take, yeah. I could take mess. I could take clutter. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah, said, yeah. That's items different. Just being jumbled up in a yeah. place, I can take that. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's the dirt that I can't take. Yeah, well, bad presentation, man. You know, definitely just keep your clothes, uh, your cologne, and uh, your house in, in order. Let's go to number three. The mm. third mistake men can make on a date is forcing outcomes. Forcing outcomes. Jay kind of touched on it. And we're going to touch on two very briefly. 
One is forcing outcomes, forcing someone to pay the bill, right? The woman you're, you're taking out. And then we'll talk about forcing sex. Let's just do start with bill paying. Pass the duchy. To the left hand <laughs> side. Here you go. Uh, your Dutch. part for this bill is... <laughs> And you got the Chardonnay, the Sauvignon Blanc. I mean, well, okay, mm-hmm. you really got it in. Oh, I, you know, I, don't, I don't drink, so you know your your, your portion of the bill is definitely going to be higher than mine because I ain't have no alcohol. <laughs> That's why I drink water. You see, get get my body up because I'm just I'm giving you a good presentation, <laughs> a good presentation. You see yeah, this? Yeah. I mean, yo, son, I you know I kind of feel a little differently about traditional roles in in this regard. I mean, I think only contextually based off of what happens these days with foodie calls and, you know, girls, women plotting for free meals and things like that. Um, I think, you know, guys have to be a little bit more diligent about how they spend their money. Unfortunately, like that's just part of the culture where we are Mm -hmm. dating. But, you know, let's say all things equal. You meet a nice girl. You're interested. You want to take her out. You want to show her a good time. You want to... plan a date and all of that type of thing. If you decide, like you said earlier, to jump out the window with your <laughs> restaurant selection yeah, yeah, and try yeah. to your make wallet in you're trying to go to Shea Maurice's where you know you really only got Applebee's Shea money. Shea Maurice's. Hey, don't, don't do it. And then don't make her feel some kind of way and be like, I, I say don't force Dutch out of being making the mistake of, you know, you overextended yourself. Being outside. Yeah. You overextended. Yourself. Yeah. You overextended yourself. You you overextended yourself. Now yeah. you were like, well, and I got to put this on my credit card and my financial manager has been telling me to try the snowball right. method. And the no one wants to hear all that. Set up and all that yeah, stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and no one was trying to hear that. And you decided to, to take her out. You, exactly. You and decided you to go, go to this restaurant. You picked this. Exactly. Thinking it was going to make an impression on her. Yeah, exactly. And it made an impression. So now you got to see the impression through all the way through. Yeah. All the way to the end. Yeah, don't, don't, you know what I'm saying? Go to see Hamilton, try to get up towards the end. Alexander Hamilton still got to get a shot. Right. And you know, be like, oh, so uh, what was the, what's the damage on that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that is, that doesn't make any sense. I think what we need, men need to realize, and we need to be honest about this, is maybe you shouldn't be dating. And that's tough. Because it's very difficult to say to people, why don't you try abstinence, celibacy, or just being on your own? And then at the same time, you see there's a culture on the internet pushing no porn, reading. No masturbation. Yeah, none of that. Yeah. Reading, mm-hmm. you know, writing, journaling, and putting your time and energy towards a particular skill or set of skills that can increase or enhance your professional outcomes. You do that first, then you can do all the dates and sex you want. Now, that is another traditional role or another traditional route. I'm not saying that's what it is. Because I understand everyone has different libidos, different sexual energy, but I also think we have to deal with the fact that what you just said, you're the one who made the commitment. So if you make the commitment, see it through. Yeah. If you went to a nice date, you went to Peter Luger's, you went to Ruth Chris for the for the $800 dinner, that's what you did. Right. See it through. Whip out the credit card. Or, or at least have a conversation with them on the front end. Like, hey. Yeah, no one should be place, showing up to Ruth Chris on some. No woman should be doing that. Yeah. I'm just saying, don't tell them when the bill comes. Have a yeah, conversation that, I agree. before. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, then, then she can make an informed decision. I don't want to go out with somebody who's going to make me pay 
or I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? And she can make her decision from there. Yeah, I agree with you. The, the other person can make their decision from there. No one, no woman on a date should re- have the conversation before the bill comes. Hey, do you mind paying for the bill when you've been leading and indicating that you've got everything covered from the start? That's the bait yeah. and switch, and no woman should endure that. Well, I, that's why I'm saying no person now, because nowadays with modern dating, the expectation is sometimes that women will pay. Uh, I'm just saying in the case of what we said where um, men are initiating and leading, yes, yeah, some women oh, will for pay. sure, yeah. Yeah, that you're, you're indicating you're taking care of everything, and then, you know, you show up, and then it's like, no. It's like sometimes people have these big birthday parties, like, come, come, come. I want you to have a good time. I did this birthday party. I just wanted to do it. And then at the end, they're like, oh, um, your part for the birthday party uh, at, at, at this big Miami club will be $800. Yeah. It's like, well, yo, well, dude. So, so, okay. So let's people, talk about people, this Friends scenario. do that, and, and associates do that. Well, I was going to say, let's talk about this scenario in a dating context, right? Because I know you saw this video. It, was, it went viral, I want to say, sometime between last year, uh, summertime and now but there was a guy in miami and i think he had asked a girl out and then she bought friends and it was like when the bill came he paid for her but he was like yo your friends got to cover their yeah, stuff sure, i didn't yeah. ask them to come out so yeah, like yeah. how do you feel about that i think that's that's reasonable i think that's fine i mean i don't think there's anything wrong with that maybe i he should have communicated that in the beginning what was for yeah. her birthday Oh, didn't know. I, yeah, maybe. And I, I mean, he was just like, "Yo, adamant, like, yo, I'm not paying for your friends. I didn't tell them to come." And was this her man or was this a? Yeah, date? It was her dude. It was her man. That, you know what? He should have just talked to the homegirls. But again, sometimes I get it. So you can't even do that because some people are very particular about why is my man talking to Sheila and why is Sheila now getting up with Ronique and why were they? You know yeah, why, why that? Even her DMs. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was really trying to plan something for you, but hold yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. Why is Becky talking to Jim? All that stuff. You know what? What is what is that about? It happens, and so you really can't sometimes plan those types of things. But I think it could have just been a conversation. But he didn't have to pay because it could have yeah. just been something on the front end. I honestly think we have a hard time talking about money in this culture, especially when it comes to dating and romance, because oh, so sure. much of being able to have sex has been related historically to a man's ability to provide. A woman is more willing to give, quote unquote, if there was provision. Now things have been kind of messed up and topsy-turvy because of a myriad of factors that we're not gonna explore now. We don't have the time for it. But they've been turned upside down, yet those inclinations or those instincts are still there. And And I honestly believe it's hard for men to do it. I think, honestly, it's not that men are cheap. It's not that men or ne'er-do-wells and they don't want to help or have uh, a good time with a woman or be a part of these scenarios. They literally just don't have the money to fit these and underwrite these lifestyles, especially when it's jumped from a nice dinner at Peter Luger's or a nice dinner at this steakhouse to let's go to Miami and let's go down to Carousel, let's go down to Brazil, let's go to the DR, Turks and Caicos, Istanbul, Naples, Milan. And people want these serious excursions that at the time like old people would do when they finally saved up their money they got their pension and they then they would go to we did a six-month cruise here and then we went here and after that we went there and greenland part-time and no one was doing excursions 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 at that young age in the 80s 90s 70s and even prior to that 
you you, you yeah. built up to that but now people want that even in the, the dating atmosphere and some men straight up can't afford it and i for some reason we don't want to talk about that they can't afford it they literally can't afford it now some men probably got it and don't want to do it you know it's the game of like how much can i squeeze out of her before i gotta give something up and that's the game everyone plays men and women play that both uh, I can see where sometimes women are more vulnerable to it for, for on this particular level about money and the man having the money. But in general, I think both sides play that game. But I, in yeah. general, I think a lot of guys would love to take a nice woman out and show her the time of her life. And if it's a $2,000 date, they pay for it. And that, you know, right. questions asked. Can you do that on 40, 50, 70 K? And this gets into the red pill community where, they maybe you know some of these guys would say, and even the red pill leaders, you shouldn't be out on dates. Then you should be home yeah. skilling yourself up. Mm-hmm. You should be home Which skilling yourself up. And you know what? You shouldn't be jerking off. And you shouldn't be on porn. You should just be in the trenches with yourself, working out, pouring into yourself. Yeah, pouring into yourself. That's what you need to be doing. You don't need to worry about women because once you've done that, once you've gotten your body where it needs to be, once you've mastered those two or three skills that's taking your income from forty k a year to 200k a year now you can have some different conversations and now you've earned the right to take a woman out and then also what comes along with that if she likes you and she chooses and it's consent to you know uh for sex then she could right she could follow your lead right into that yeah yeah exactly just which which was a great segue into yes, the other outcome when people try to enforce or force sometimes which is yeah. sexual scenarios yeah men don't force sex uh, and, and not force in the sense of when we talk about the the big definition of that term, we're talking about sexual assault. We're not talking about sexual assault. We're talking about people who just drop in your windows. They're always just constantly at 10 with trying to get the sex to happen no matter what. Not reading the room, <laughs> not reading her body language, not reading the scenario, not reading the situation, not thinking about yourself, not thinking about the fact that you know your, your, your bed isn't made, your dishes in the sink. Someone's going to come over. It doesn't look right. You know, your sneakers are smelling at the door. This ain't the time for that. Right. And I think a lot of men, we sometimes need to realize that if we went out, had a good time with a woman, and even we and we paid, and then end up in sex, that's okay. You spend time with somebody. Yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no obligation for that. To, yeah. For it to end up there. Yeah, this, yeah, you know, you, 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 no one should be feel harassed or say, you know, well, you motherfuckers come upstairs. Oh, you know, I just got a long day tomorrow. And I just, I mean, just, you know what I'm saying? Just, I just, because you talked about the geraniums and my mom grows <laughs> geraniums and I just want to see what the geraniums look like. <laughs> All of a sudden you're a botanist now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You over here, poison ivory. Really? You know what I'm saying? So trying crazy. to, trying to get to the, my plants, my plants, my mm-hmm. babies. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Yeah, you don't, I don't, don't force it. Don't, no. you know what I mean? If, y- if y'all are out talking about, you know, the economic crisis in America, and you're just like, well, you know, the economy in my bedroom is one plus one equals two. And you just, she's just like your son. <laughs> you keep trying to just, right just needle right. your just way in it, there. Yeah, son. yeah a, Look, a lot of dudes be doing that. They be trying to I, bum rush. Oh yeah, because it comes down to commitment, like we said. Look, you wanted to go out with her. You wanted to explore you know, not only is her body a wonderland, so is her mind and her presence and her advice and her wisdom. They're all wonderlands. You wanted to explore them. Hey, more power to you. So did I. So do I. <laughs> right. But, but at the end of the is, day, this is the exploration that comes with the wonderland. Yeah. She didn't want to do it. 
and she doesn't want to do it today. And that's fine. Go on about yeah. your business. You don't have to stop talking to her. You don't have to. I mean, if there's a pattern of behavior you think where you're being manipulated, you're putting out, like you said, foodie calls and free meal this and free meal that, that's different. You got to use wisdom and you have to discern what's happening in that particular relationship. But you take someone out, you had a good time. It's it. It's over. We had a good time. It goes somewhere. It doesn't. Peace. Yeah. You know, and I think we get into these battling narratives that you see in the red pill community where if I'm the guy and I have the money and I'm the, the high value man, whatever that means, then you should be sleeping with me. But then if, if she sleeps with you, <laughs> then that increases her body count. And if that doesn't work out for the next nigga, how many dudes did you sleep with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> how many Andrew Tates did you hook we, up we with? Well, they were all high value men. It's like, well, that's why I said Andrew Tate, not to shout him out. I'm just saying he's a high value man. Most people would argue he's a high value man. Uh, mm-hmm. but even if a woman is just sleeping with high value men, you know, 30, 40, you know, numbers later, who's going to get judged? Who's going to be on that, that podcast getting, getting ripped a new one because you opened your legs and you did this and you did that. And now you're on only fans and which is just but, the, but, but a lot, the, the narrative you become accustomed to. Did they, did they do that with the expectation that it would be long-term or did they do that with because, I, I mean, I think to me, that's really the, the delineation. It's like, obviously, we're not in people's heads. We would never know what their intentions are and why they do things. But I think in a lot of men would question that. Like, why did you open your legs to this person who you really only went out with because he was signaling resources and you saw how much he had when there was another guy over here who probably doesn't make as much but he had more intentions to love you in a long-term way and give you what you wanted. Yo, son, you know how I feel about this. This, a lot of the red pill content towards men and towards women. Mm-hmm. You can't win. <laughs> She's supposed to be with a guy. Yeah, exactly. Rocky four. <laughs> Rocky four all day. Yeah. I'm supposed to be with the guy who's signaling resources. That's the guy I should be with, right? Because you're saying based on evolutionary behavior and, you know, and evolutionary science that mm-hmm. I have been driven by my brain to be with a man who provides. So then I'm driven by, by my brain to be with a man who provides. Right. I ignore the 40,000 year old guy. Then someone gets me on a podcast and tells me, well, you're a cheap, no good so-and-so slut. Because you don't want to be with the forty, the, the guy who makes forty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys, come on. Which one is it? Yeah, is it Uchu Uchu Wally or Shorty Storm? <laughs> <laughs> Black girl lost or Shorty owe you for ice? It, wow, Black girl. Shout out to Nas. Shout out um, to Nas and yeah. Jay. But I mean, it's the truth. It, what is it? Is it I'm supposed to be following my brain and the kind of historical? And instincts and, and, yeah. and bio, biological, biological instincts to be yeah. with a man who provides. Mm-hmm. And if I do that and it doesn't work out, well, don't you want to be with someone who can't provide? No, because that's my brain. Well, then that's why you're that's why you're a slut, and that's why men don't want you, and that's why you're going to hell. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank of recriminations and judgments. Yeah. No. No. I'm. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I think that's what people end up thinking. They just end up thinking like, well, because I mean. I, if they say that there's only what five percent of men in America making over 
I think too. Grand or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was also not just the, the money. It's the the six foot something, the six well, foot. So I'm, so I'm just saying, if you're already picking from a small population mm-hmm. and you get 30 or 40 of them, that, that don't say anything? Uh, Well, I, I think if you're getting 30 or 40 of them or even 10 or 15 of them, there's women who really are in these circles like that. Uh, I'm not saying I know who they are, but th- I think there are people who are mo- moving with high value men all the time. Celebrities, famous people, uh, some just, just well-resourced people in certain communities like, like Silicon Valley, etc. I just think that just says that you're dating. I mean, what's the difference between someone dating 30 men who are high value versus, versus 30 men who are quote unquote, not as high value men who can't provide at that level. I just happen to think that that's dating is at that level dating, unless I'm being inconsistent in my argument, you can jump in. No, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, To me is it was really more about the number you threw out in terms of how many of them she actually ended up sleeping with because or hooking up with or being around. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. So it's like if your process or your MO has been, I end up sleeping with, or I'm dating in this pool of high Let's say NBA. Men. Let's say NBA. There's a lot, lot, lot. Yeah, I'm in the NBA. And you know the culture. Sports. You know right. how they're going to treat you. You know many of them are not going to wife you up or be monogamous. But you continuously open your legs to them. But you don't even engage this pool over here of guys who may not be able to give you, fly you out and give you gifts. But they'll hold you down. They'll be there. They'll love you. And they have more long-term intentions for you, but you don't open your legs at all to them. I'm saying that there are guys who would look at that and be like, they would side-eye that. Even though to your point, the expectation is for them to be driven biologically by that instinct to the, to that group. So, I, no, I feel you. I'm just yeah, saying- I, I, Yeah, I just, th- the arguments don't have really solid logical consistency to me. And when you take certain arguments to the logical conclusion, it just leads to outcomes or I think, you know, nonsensical, nonsensical outcomes, not even bad outcomes, just mm-hmm. nonsensical outcomes. Yeah. You know, where are we getting to a point where we're being restorative? And I've seen it done to men as well in, in certain ways. Uh, there's that guy who's on TikTok who keeps now a laundry list of things that men shouldn't so do in his Apple notes, right? Everything yeah. from jumping on your bed to, you know, get the final sheet down <laughs> to eating cotton candy, yeah, going to Starbucks. <laughs> there's all that these ways that hilarious. a man is not masculine. I've seen stuff where man collapse, men collapse both hands over their face like this, like in a game. And that's, that's feminine, right? You know, wearing <laughs> flip-flops, wearing sandals is not feminine. There's always just another... Well, there's always another that thing that like makes a man not your mas- best friend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, wearing a certain type of shirt, wearing a certain type of color, earrings, no earrings, tongue ring, no tongue ring, hair styled in, into a flat top, a hair that's bald. It's right. just one thing after another where, again, men are being judged. And I was talking to my partner about it, and she she wasn't aware of some of these arguments. She goes, man, this whole thing is like hate culture. I said, yes, it is. You have talked about that before. It's Hate like culture. the pornified culture that we had. Yeah, outrage. Had. Yeah, it's it's yeah. outrage porn. Yeah, yep. or just it, negativity porn. Yep, 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 yep. And on that note, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can we we can be reached at uh, connect at lovegodlovesexpodcast dot net. Any show ideas or suggestions? Check us out, especially on TikTok and YouTube. 
at Love God Love Sex Pod. Also, if you're listening, Apple, Google, Spotify, go ahead and smash that Sounds subscriber loud. button. Look forward mm-hmm. to chatting with you some more. Till next time, take care. Peace.